Thanksgiving is that time of the year to express our gratitude and thanks. While we have no problem being grateful for the feast we are about to enjoy, are we thankful for the dirty dishes left to clean? This will challenge your practice of gratitude by learning to be thankful for some of the undesirables we face in life. And welcome back, listeners, to Talking Addiction and Recovery Podcast. I am your host, Andrew J. Schreier. On this podcast, we explore discussions regarding important issues related to both addiction and recovery. Information you learn here is not typical of what you find in academic textbooks and resources and comes from the experiences as a clinical supervisor, substance abuse counselor, and licensed professional counselor, along with the work that I do with clients and patients and all the other individuals in this field. Listen as we cover a wide range of topics, looking to educate individuals, families, communities, organizations, other mental health professionals, educators, and anyone else impacted by addiction and recovery, where we keep the conversations going. This is our Thanksgiving episode. Last year's Thanksgiving episode was number 32, which was being grateful and showing gratitude. And it was a popular episode. And this year's one is going to challenge your gratitude even more. So if you like a challenge, if you feel stagnant with your gratitude practice, if you, if you need some growth in that area, this episode is one I think you're going to like. So let me set the table, okay? And yes, that was a great Thanksgiving pun right there. But most of what is talked about on this show is about the work in the addiction recovery world. And don't worry, this episode's going to relate to that absolutely. But I also do work you know, with couples, individuals who are in relationships addressing issues, work with families, and in several of the cases, it involves some sort of addiction or problem concerning like a substance or behavior. And a lot of other cases, it has nothing to do with that. When you work with families and you work with relationships and you work with individuals who are in those relationships, you get into communication, you get into love languages, you get into conflict resolution type stuff. And within those cases, things like chores and helping out around the house is common to have brought up. And and maybe it's arguing over doing the laundry. Maybe it's one of the individuals not feeling supported or getting help with some of the household chores. Maybe it's one of the children or teenagers who flat out refuses to help out. So we have to have a talk about the dishes when it's not really about the dishes. You know what I mean? Like there's there's more to it that's going on here. But in relation to gratitude, we are going to talk about the dirty dishes. Because I think we can learn something from them to help challenge our practice of gratitude. And now we come back with Thanksgiving, right? So Thanksgiving is always overflowing with the season of gratitude. You know, practice giving thanks and you sit down around the table and share what you are thankful for this year. You know, what better way to do that by recognizing some of the amazing food on the table, right? And shout out to my cousin, by the way, who's this year making pies for sale 
for Thanksgiving. Purchase a bunch from him, and I'm going to share it with the three clinics that I supervise to help feed some of the staff who are spending their holiday continuing to help other people. So that that image you get in your mind, right? Like maybe for you it's the turkey, maybe it's the, the mashed potatoes, maybe it's the stuffing, maybe it is the pie at the end of the night. So we are reminded to be thankful, for example, with the food that we have to eat, thankful that we have this time to spend with family or friends, thankful because other people might ha- not have this food, thankful because other people might not have this family to spend time with, thankful because maybe this could be the last Thanksgiving you spend together with an aging family member, maybe thankful because as people get older, they're spending time with other you know, in-laws and not everyone is there that used to be. So we look at being thankful for all those things in that tradition of sitting around the table and recognizing that. When you look at it, like why be thankful for food? Well, it's pretty simple, right? Because we are hungry, hangry, right? But we need food. We need it to survive. You know, some people starve. So it's important to be thankful for the food that we have, thankful for the hard work that someone put into purchase the food, make the food, prepare the amazing feast. And it seems like being thankful for food is pretty easy, but how often do we practice that outside of this holiday, right? And it's it's easy to lose sight of that. And one of the great stories about gratitude was, was shared in episode 32 about the client and the paper bag. So if you want to hear the, the whole details, go back and listen to it. But the shorter version was is I had this guy who was upset about the food that was in the program. And at the time... It was probably bologna, again, um, honestly, cheaper to serve for large amounts of individuals, or probably peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for lunch. Like That was kind of like a make-your-own-lunch, and breakfast had some common items, then dinner was usually like the variety program. So he gets upset and storms out of the house, and as he does, this brown paper bag comes like blown in the wind on the sidewalk like a tumble me tumbleweed from like a western movie and he picks it up and he laughs and he walks back in the house and i'm standing on the stoop because i saw he was pissed off and was worried that he might decide to leave the property when you leave the property that's considered a wall so before that could happen he's walking back and i see him and he tells me how he used to get a bag lunch every day like that while he was incarcerated and how quickly he forgot to be grateful He's no longer in there. And that even being in this treatment program, there are more options for food, better food, and how he forgot about that. So yes, even with something like food, we can be forgetful of how grateful we are for some things. So let's get back to the Thanksgiving dinner table, right? So we go around and express what we are grateful for. And afterwards, on the tables, the countertops, and the sink is filled with the dirty dishes. And what about the dirty dishes? What about being thankful for the dirty dishes? When we moved into our new home, my brother got us a housewarming gift that had this plaque that, that was meant to be put in our kitchen. And I'm going to read it to you because 
right away, I think you're going to see where this episode is, is heading towards. So this is what the plaque says. Thank heaven for dirty dishes. For dirty dishes, they have a tale to tell. While other folks go hungry, we're eating very well with home, health, and happiness. We shouldn't want to fuss by this stack of evidence that God's very good to us. So you think like dirty dishes, like who who wants to do the dishes, the thing that we might dread, the thing we might avoid, the thing we might argue with other family members and loved ones about doing. And this is something we should be thankful for. You know, with all the things we can be thankful for, it's always focused on like that outcome or the fruit, right? But what about the labor? What about the journey? What about what it took to get there? Those are the things we might have to push through. Those are the things we get tired of. Those are the things we might question why we need to do it or even despise doing it. An easy example that comes to mind is like exercising and working out, right? Like we enjoy the idea of maybe losing weight or maybe for some of us it's gaining weight. We're thankful for good health and how we might look. But how many people are thankful for that early morning alarm clock going off uh, or having to go to the gym during your lunch break real quick or staying up late after work to go to the gym? You know, how many people are thankful for being just really dead tired the next day and trying to get through it or really sore and moving around just takes that much more energy? How many people are thankful for the extra laundry to make sure the workout clothes are clean? You know, how many people are thankful for looking at maybe changing their eating or trying to do just make a little bit of more adjustments, or even be more mindful to in order to help. Those are the things that we grunt and complain about. And we don't show gratitude towards those. And you kind of wonder, like, why, why does that matter? Because when it comes to addiction, recovery from addiction, when it comes to mental health, physical health, relationships, you know, grief, loss, all that type of stuff, and everything else has an endless supply of those types of things we need to do and struggle to do. They aren't always fun. They aren't always enjoyable. They are hard. They take a lot of hard work. They require extra effort. They are exhausting. They are challenging. They will push us our tolerance. They will drive our emotions crazy. You know, Overall, they are not the things we are looking forward to doing, but they're necessary. They are often the needs that lead us to our wants. And those are the areas where we struggle with motivation, with enthusiasm, and doing it repeatedly day after day. We become cynical about them. You know, we doubt it's going to do anything or we just get tired of doing it. So right there is the moment that we got to dig deep. And how do you be thankful for that? And I think treatment is a great example of this. And even counseling, you know, and therapy is, you know, some people come to treatment for substance use and oftentimes because things have gotten pretty bad and, and they want to end, you know, they get desperate after several attempts of trying to do it on their own. You know, the last resorts is to show up and say, I need help. And you come to treatment hoping for the desperation to end or the torment to stop. 
And people often express their gratitude for being admitted into treatment and say thank you, you know, several times throughout the intake process. Not all the times, but there's plenty of times where that happens. And the challenge is being thankful for the things you do in treatment, right? The counseling sessions, the appointments, you know, what you do in those sessions. You know, are you thankful for being vulnerable to emotions after so many times of numbing, escaping, avoiding? Are you thankful to be addressing problems you've been neglecting for so long? Are you thankful for learning a new way of thinking or addressing some of the errors in your thinking? When someone comes into therapy, there's usually something that they are trying to address or try to work on. And there's that hope to be able to achieve that and be thankful that you get to that point. But what about all those things to do to get there? Those are the things that aren't always so desirable and enjoyable or fun. Those are the things that are just not things that we look at as, oh, I'm really thankful for that. That was really great. No, it probably wasn't the greatest. It probably was annoying to you, frustrating to you, maybe pissed you off. This is exactly what it means to be thankful for the dirty dishes. And it helps. It really does. There are times when I'm tired or exhausted. I'm trying to think of other things to do and dishes are not on the list. I look over at that and remember what the dirty dishes represent. And being grateful enough for the food served there is great. But being thankful for the dirty dishes and what it it represents means a lot as well. So you want to challenge your gratitude and you want to be thankful like this is it. The things you find annoying, irritating, frustrating, difficult, challenging, how can you be thankful for them? You're going to be dealing with these things throughout your life. you know. So how do we get better at being thankful for the dirty dishes? So there's three tips to really ask yourself with this. Number one, what is your food? So think about the food, the original desirable thing you're grateful for. You know, the things that you share about at the Thanksgiving table with family members and loved ones, the things you put on a gratitude list. So think about what those are. Second is to ask yourself, what are your dishes? Think about the dirty dishes. The undesirable, tough, challenging, frustrating things that are on your way to reaching those points that you want, those goals that you set, those hopes that you have. These are things that you may have struggled with in relation to like motivation or effort. Number three, what would it mean to be grateful for the food? and thankful for the dirty dishes. So I just want you to think about how this could be a game changer in your journey. Think about how this could impact your recovery. Think about how this could influence your life and your well-being. Not just being grateful for the food, but also thankful for the dirty dishes that go along with it. One of the things I remember, one of the greatest documentaries I love showing people and, and watching is 
the Chris Heron unguarded documentary, a 30 for 30 ESPN film. And one of my favorite scenes is when he talks about being in treatment and he runs off. Um, his wife gives birth. He goes to the birth. He ends up leaving and getting high. And during the... He's got to come back and tries to come back. And they put him in the pot sink. And the pot sink is him cleaning these dishes from a treatment program for majority of his day. So you watch watch the film and you'll see his discussion on the pot sink. But you learn that he found himself in there. You know, it wasn't the food that he was given or the food that he prepared, but it was being in that room with the dishes, the pot sink, as he it's referred to, that was a game changer. Now, whenever something like this is talked about, it always sounds easier. And of course, I'm trying to make it sound like optimistic and like, yeah, let's do this. But I know it's hard. I know it's challenging. So I'm going to conclude this with a little self-disclosure. As a type 1 diabetic, I rely on artificial insulin to control blood glucose levels. No doubt, constantly express gratitude for being able to have insulin. But I can admit I am not always thankful for the injections and the finger pokes and all the stuff that goes into it. In relation to my health... And being a type 1 diabetic, those injections are the dirty dishes. They are the the painful, they get annoying, they become frustrating, they get irritated, and it's not something to ever really look forward to. But those injections and those finger pokes have have a tale to tell. It tells the tale of what I do. In order to take care of my diabetes, which in the end takes care of my health. It's a it's an important story or tale of something that I do much more often now, more frequent than I used to do before. And here's the thing, I can't have good health without that. I can't have a good health status if my diabetes is not managed. And I can't do that without the daily the injections, finger pokes, all that type of stuff. And to me, that's an important story to tell. By the way, November is National Diabetes Awareness Month, so just going to throw that out there. So next time you're thinking about and expressing what you are grateful for, remember the tales those dirty dishes tell. And next time you have to face those dirty dishes again, it could change your entire attitude and perspective about them. Have a happy, safe, and healthy Thanksgiving. Thanks for joining in this holiday episode and hope you learned something new or helpful about doing the dirty dishes.